Welcome in. Thanks for joining us for the latest edition of the Delaware Bible Cast. I'm Brad Harris, and I serve as one of the pastors here on staff at Delaware Bible Church. And joining me for today's podcast is a faithful member of our church congregation for many years, Pat Watts. Pat, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So, Pat, as you join us today for the podcast, uh, I know that you have been faithfully attending DBC online every week through our live stream ministry. But there are many new folks who have been listening to our podcast that may not know you or that may not know much about you as uh, you have not been with us in person due to to COVID-19 and those concerns there. Happy to hear that you've got your vaccinations, uh, that you're able to get out and about a little bit more. But can you share with those who may not know Pat or anything about you uh, how long you've been attending DBC and what ministries you've been involved here in our church body. Well, it's a great story, and I'm happy to share it. When I retired, I moved here to back home to Delaware and married Craig Watts. Mm -hmm. And at that time, Craig was the commercial loan officer of Delaware County Bank, and he handled all types of loans, but one of them was church loans. So he handled the loan for Delaware Christian Schools New Edition. And I believe that was close to 20 years ago. So we were invited to the church service for the dedication, and we never left. Wow. We fell in love with the Lord. We, we learned, we grew, and we, this, was, this is where we were supposed to be, and we were very happy. So... Um, as far as ministries, I've, I've been involved, of course, with my teaching background with the twos and threes and Bible school and children's church. And then also I've done a card ministry, and yeah. I think that's one of the things that we kind of want to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Pat has also been involved in funeral meals or just other service opportunities, things like that came up. But that's one of the things I enjoy most about doing this podcast is learning things about people uh, that I didn't know from our church body. Pat's in my small group here at the church, but I never knew that's how you and Craig got here. Yeah, that was, yeah. That's cool. Isn't it great? I love that story. So Pat, uh, you have an effective ministry here within our church body to those who are shut-ins and widows. Let me ask you, before we jump into what you've been able to do and and just some encouragement that we can share to others who are listening, what originally inspired you to start this ministry to others here within our church? You know, I thought about it, and it it seems like it's always been, and I I sort of wasn't real sure. Uh, My friend Judy Scowden reminded me that I was in a Bible study when I first joined the church at her home, and we talked about serving the Lord, and that was one of my prayer requests. And then I realized that the shut-ins were where the Lord wanted me to be, and and that's that's how it started. I started sending um, the church bulletins to a couple of ladies. Uh, they had moved away. One was Mrs. Witt. I didn't know her, but Margaret Brandis, I didn't know her either, but those ladies had moved away, and they were the ones that encouraged me. They, We became friends from writing from those church bulletins and the scriptures that I included 
with the church bulletins, those ladies included me, or encouraged me, excuse me, and they were the ones that wrote me letters and thanked me for doing that. So then I went on and talked with the church secretary and said, well, is there anybody else? So I started sending out church bulletins and including scripture with those church bulletins. And then I started making cards, and I learned from Jerry, from from Jody, excuse me, Erickson Tata. Mm-hmm. Yep. She, yeah, Joni Erickson. Yeah, yep. Johnny Erickson Tata. Yeah. I want to say Joni that Johnny, she and yep. yeah that she included with her cards the scripture. So when I made my cards, I put scripture first, and then took some photographs and and made cards and. That's how that's how I got started. I got started with that. Um, I have another good story about about the card ministry and about the uh, sending the bulletins. Mm-hmm. I sent bulletins to a lady who was a member of our church in a restroom, and she told me that she took the cards that I had written scripture on and placed them all the way around the mirror in her in her uh, room. And she used that as a witness for the Lord. Mm-hmm. So the so the scriptures were double fold. Yeah. They were for her and then they were for someone else. So I was happy I was happy that reminds me of Isaiah fifty five eleven that the Lord says that his word goes out from his mouth, and it will return. It will not re- return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I desire mm-hmm. and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And that certainly was a good example with, with that lady. Absolutely, isn't that great? It is wonderful. So, Pat, um, one of the things that I've appreciated that as you're sharing is that. This was just kind of a ministry that in some ways felt like it was very natural for you. It yes, was it did. organic. And that's one of the things that we've talked about in these Sharing the Love of Christ uh, podcasts, whether it's been with you, whether it's been with Bill Fenton, whether it's been with others, mm-hmm. is that we have a real opportunity to just organically do these things as the Lord puts it on our hearts with the people here within the church uh, or in the community that the Lord has put on our hearts. So you mentioned cards. Um, what are some other things that you would encourage us to do to share the love of Christ with those who are widows and shut-ins that we regularly aren't able to see in person here at church? I think the most important thing, of course, is always to pray. And and just like the two ladies who encouraged me with, with starting out, um, we can encourage other people. We can always, um, there are many people in our church who send cards, who send encouragement. Mm-hmm. And I think we as shut-ins or we as as uh, people who are in need of, of someone of contact, we, we can always have phone calls. We can feel connected. And I think that that's, that's the secret is feeling connected. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, Pat, uh, prior to our podcast, you and I were talking, and we were just sharing some updates with one another, and you were telling me about uh, your job at Willowbrook Christian Village here in town, and you're able to reach out and share the love of Christ with many in our community through your uh, time professionally there at Willowbrook. Can you share with us 
what you were doing there. I know things have changed quite a bit prior to COVID. So uh, what did you do at Willowbrook prior to COVID-19? I was involved in activities. My activity director is a born-again Christian, and we share with each other um, the love of Christ and pass it on to the residents. My job as activity person in a part-time is to do activities, actually, with with the people. We play games. We play bingo and uh, we laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. We, um, I, I do items of interest with the people. I talk about the Lord. I do devotions. And one of the things that is really encouraged is that I do room visits. And therefore, I can connect with the people, talk with them about the Lord, and am encouraged to do that because mm-hmm. Willowbrook is a Christian in one of their their mission statements starts out in the spirit of Jesus our Lord, mm-hmm. and uh, Galatians sixteen is is part of their mission statement. Therefore, as we have op- opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those belonging to the family of believers. And I think that by working there, it is it is a pleasure, and it is the Lord helping us. Mm-hmm. So that has just been wonderful. So speaking of assisted living centers and those type of things, mm-hmm. um, they have been one of the groups that has been most directly affected by COVID-19, uh, many of which are having to deal with large bouts of isolation, uh, many struggles that for many of those in the outside world here, we don't really see or know quite as well. Mm-hmm. Regarding your position and activities, what changes has COVID made to your job? I was completely shut out. We we closed down, so to speak. Uh, the residents were required to stay in their rooms, not to leave. They ate their meals in there, and they were, we were completely shut down. Mm-hmm. Now we are back. We are hundred, not 100% back, but I am back. Activities is back. No visitors yet. No volunteers coming in. Visitors can see their loved ones for a short period of time, but not, uh, not as it used to be. What I've tried to do is to talk to the people and talk about God's faithfulness to this. Mm -hmm. And looking back over our shoulder, how has God been faithful? How can we be thankful to him? And reviewing God's promises and God's character, I've really tried to stress that as my activities director has too. And I think it's been beneficial for for not only the residents, but for me also. Mm Excellent. So outside of the isolation that you've shared with uh, with us, what are some of the unique challenges and struggles that you see widows, uh, that you see shut-ins, not just at Willowbrook, but in general, those who are uh, in nursing homes or assisted living facilities, wherever they're at, that they are especially dealing with during this COVID-19 season? I think it's being disconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a fear, I think loneliness, cut off from family. Um, 
you know, a lot of grandparents haven't been able to see their grandchildren. Um, and I think we need to be aware that we are never alone. Christ is with us. Hmm. Amen. So can you share with us then some thoughts on how you're able to share the love of Christ and build relationships with those at Willowbrook or those within the community who do not know Christ? Mm. People need companionship, and I've tried to, I try to do that with my room visits. And also, we as, as members of the church, are, are, are many people are doing that with, with making calls, talking, talking about God's character, being a blessing, encouraging others, just like those ladies at the beginning encouraged me, encouraged others, keeping, keeping contact. Um, I think a, a really good thing to do is to not only encourage others, but to encourage myself, and we encourage ourselves to, to move, to listen to music, to journal, to laugh, to, to get some fresh air. Mm-hmm. I think we all need to encourage each other and try to include music in our life and activities other than just um, just sitting around or, or feeling sorry for ourselves. That's good. Yeah. So the big word that I took away there was companionship. Yes. Was just... And it doesn't have to be uh, really something elaborate. In fact, a lot of ways right now we probably can't do elaborate things, but it's that getting on the phone and calling. It's the sending a card with a nice note. It's the uh, just doing things that people generally appreciate, especially those who are very often isolated right now. Mm -hmm. Do you have any other practical ways or thoughts that maybe somebody from the church doing so for the first time? could reach out, could engage, and to be a blessing to those who are widows and shut-ins with here within our church? I think praying mm-hmm. and l- listening to that person, mm-hmm. talking to them and listening. I'm still encouraged with cards because the card that person can pick up three or four days later and right. read that scripture and know that someone is praying for them and to know that um, other people are caring for them, so I think those those are important. Yeah, I didn't. I never thought about that with a card. I'm more of a call guy. Um, okay, but I never thought about that. That yeah, they can. And, and I have cards. I have cards that family members sent me from Valentine's Day, and they're still sitting up in my home. And we can always go back and look at those and exactly. remember that. So um, with that. As she shared, uh, remember to put that Bible verse on there and an encouraging note that they will have something to look back at other than just the general text of the card and love and prayers, Pat or Brad or whoever. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, Pat, last question uh, to close out our time here together. Is there any other advice that you would give to someone maybe reaching out to share uh, the love of Christ with a widow or shut-in for the first time. I think it's I think it's being connected. I think it's letting the other person know that something about you or something about them that you can be connected with, and then sharing the love of Christ is through constantly talking about the Lord, having the Lord on your. I call it on my mind all the time. I see two people that I 
am a companion with, and I'm always reminding them or talking to them about the Lord. And 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 just in my conversation, I always include the Lord and try to try to impress upon them the importance of of the Lord in our lives. And mm-hmm. so, with that. I think another point that we should share, and that uh, has been a theme in our recent podcast regarding these topics as well, is that it is not simply a one-time thing, as you're saying. It's not a, well, I send one card out to Pat once a year, one time, and then I'm good for the rest of the year. Companionship is a regular process, a regular thing that we're doing. So it's checking up every once in a while putting it on our calendar, making sure that we do that and making sure that that person knows they have someone that they can talk to, that they can that is praying for them, that cares about them, and letting them know that too. Mm-hmm. So, Pat, again, we appreciate your ministry here within our church body. It's great to see you again in person. Yeah. It's uh, great to be able to just see how the Lord is working and blessing through your ministry there. We appreciate that. We appreciate everyone that's listened to our podcast, continues to be faithful to do so. Thanks for joining us today, and we look forward to sharing with you again next week.